Hello, my name is Ho Jun Yoon. You're listening to Medicine on the Way. It is July 2013. This is episode number 10, and today's topic is vaginitis. Vaginitis is an inflammation of the vagina, usually caused by an infection. When we are talking about vaginitis, we're typically thinking three etiologies, and they are candidiasis, trichomoniasis, and bacterial vaginosis. In this episode, I want to make sure that you know under which etiology category that I'm talking about. Because treatment, signs and symptoms, and lab test can be different based on what etiology that we are dealing. A normal woman may have scant amount of vaginal discharge that is clear with various consistency. Vaginal pH is less than 4.5, and lactobacillus is the predominant organism. Microscopic exam will show epithelial cells. During pregnancy, vaginal secretions can be white and thicker, and this should not confuse with vaginitis. First, let us talk about candidiasis. Candida albicans is the organism causing vulvovaginal candidiasis, diabetes, corticosteroids, pregnancy, and broad-spectrum antibiotics are contributing risk factors. Signs and symptoms of candidiasis include vulvar pruritus, irritation, erythema, fissures, or tenderness. Vaginal discharge is typically described as cottage cheese-like curds without odor. Candidiasis is generally diagnosed with a microscopic examination with 10% potassium hydroxide. Which should demonstrate pseudohyphae, hyphae, and spores. Culture is more sensitive or useful when candidiasis is not responding to the first treatment or to check any resistance. In trichomoniasis, protozoa with flagella infect the vagina. As a reminder. Flagella look like tails, which help the organism to move. Trichomoniasis is sexually transmitted. Signs and symptoms include pruritus, vaginal erythema, and macular lesions on the cervix, which are commonly described as strawberry cervix. Vaginal discharge is yellow and purulent, with pH greater than five. When the vaginal fluid is microscopically examined with saline, it typically reveals organisms that are moving with flagella. Culture is useful when the patient is asymptomatic. In bacterial vaginosis, organisms including Gardnerella and other anaerobes produce moderate amount of vaginal discharge, that is, malodorous. Discharge is typically white and gray color 
with pH of 5.0 to 5.5. When the discharge is alkalinized with 10% potassium hydroxide, you may detect fishy smell from the discharge. Clue cells are a typical finding from microscopic examination. Bacterial vaginosis is traditionally diagnosed with the AMCEL criteria. When three out of four criteria are met, bacterial vaginosis can be diagnosed. The AMCEL criteria includes, first, increasing white vaginal discharge. Second, the discharge pH of greater than 4.5. Third, the distinctive fish odor from the vaginal secretions after mixed with a 10% solution of potassium hydroxide. And fourth, microscopic demonstration of clue cells on a wet mount that is prepared by mixing vaginal secretions with normal saline. When treating candidiasis, we have to make sure whether it is a complicated or uncomplicated case because the duration of therapy may be different. Uncomplicated candidiasis can be resolved with a 1-3 to day topical azole regimen. Single-dose regimens include myconazole, vaginal suppository, Tioconazole or butoconazole vaginal cream, or an oral fluconazole. Three-day regimens are butoconazoles or clotrimazole vaginal creams, or torconazole or myconazole vaginal suppository. Complicated candidiasis should be suspected when patient has four or more episodes of candidiasis in a year, the organism causing the infection is not albicans, or there is concurrent HIV infection, use of corticosteroid, uncontrolled diabetes, or pregnancy. In complicated candidiasis, treatment is two doses of oral fluconazole, three days apart, or a topical regimen for 7 to 14 days. Seven-day regimens include clotrimazole, myconazole, turconazole vaginal cream. 14-day regimens is nystatin vaginal tablet once daily. Clotrimazole vaginal suppository or cream or oral fluconazoles are indicated as a maintenance therapy for up to 6 months for recurrent candidiasis. If candidiasis is recurrent, and it is non-albicans, boric acid capsule may be considered for two weeks. In general, however, an infection disease specialist is needed. Metronidazole and tinidazole are the treatments for trichomoniasis. A single oral dose of metronidazole is simple, effective, and cheap. However, Tinidazole has longer half-life and less side effects. When treating trichomoniasis, it is important to treat the patient and the partner at the same time. When the first attempt to treat trichomoniasis fails, 
and there is no re-exposure to the trichomoniasis, you can try again with metronidazole for seven days, or try tinidazole as a single dose. If the second attempt fails, you will increase the dose of metronidazole or tinidazole. If the third attempt fails, metronidazole and tinidazole susceptibility test has to be arranged with the CDC. Bacterial vaginosis is treated with oral metronidazole for seven days, metronidazole gel for five days, or clindamycin vaginal cream for seven days. Alternative treatments include oral clindamycin for seven days, intravaginal clindamycin ovules for three days, and oral tinidazole for three to five days. Recurrent infections may occur in bacterial vaginosis with either oral or intravaginal treatment. Studies have compared metronidazole intravaginal gel with higher dose of metronidazole plus nystatin suppository. The finding concluded that higher metronidazole dosage may play a critical role in topical intravaginal therapy. Okay, this is it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe. My name is Ho Junyun, and this is Medicine on the Way.